2: Well, that yes, what sucked. Can, uh, welcome in. Was <laughs> that the flight back
3: or just, the just everything? Just the whole experience. The chili. Uh, you had the chili, uh, I didn't did not you? Know. No, I did Stomach not know. Stomach still hurting, is it? Did I did, did not still I, yeah. did, I couldn't risk the chili, to be honest. Well, it is your fault they lost. We will explain at
2: 630 why that is. I
3: uh, I couldn't. I couldn't go chili because you, just in case you can't, yeah. just in you case. can't. what if you're, you're there down there on the sidelines short yeah. amount of time right. mm-hmm.
2: it's a long run that's yeah. right yeah you don't really have but you'd rather mayonnaise
0: on a hot dog <laughs> well it's better than that Cincinnati <laughs> chili I, I will yeah. say
2: that and I'm not a mayo guy at all but that Cincinnati <laughs> chili is garbage I, man I'd that I'd is like, hot trash I'd
3: like to try it I really I, I do but go it's buy gotta,
2: yourself a can at the wall bombs it's gotta and be, enjoy. Well,
3: I'm sure it's different um, but it's 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 got to be for like a, a several day, you know. You got you to have some time off. <laughs> so so <laughs> when we what? do the our baseball trip. You in and out trip? to be
2: in and out. No, literally, Of, yes. the, of the chili. <laughs> yeah. So I, did, I decided it wasn't going to be a good idea. So when we ultimately end up doing our baseball trip to Cincinnati, we usually either fly in on a Thursday night or a Friday morning, two days, and boom, you're out. Do I do the chili on a trip like that, or do you need like a week in Cincinnati if you're going to try that chili because you may have the runs and you don't want to be in a situation where you can't go? I'm just asking for a friend. And
3: I don't know. I think I think day. I feel better about it during the daytime too. Yeah, you like you have, little have a little time, a little Breakfast maybe right. it's a good well, breakfast no, meal. I mean, you can have it at like at noon or whatever. But yeah. we were in, you know, late, uh you know, towards dinner time on 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 Saturday, right? And, then, and you don't
0: want to waste a good dinner on that you chili, really don't right? right? You got one night, and then yeah. Sunday,
3: you know, you're getting up and you're having something to eat and you're going to the stadium, yeah. You know? So it's, it, there wasn't, you don't want
0: to end up in the blue tent all no, day.
3: No. So I think it just wasn't the right, you weren't there at the right timing either. Yeah, to give it a, th- give it a that's shot. That's fair.
2: You, you're, you're right. You made the right call on that one. Did you go to Reds fest over the weekend? Jim Nance and Tony Romo mentioned like all the old Reds were back doing like an autograph signing. Oh, down I missed there. that. Yeah. Was like there like no, he was not. He oh. didn't mention Pete. No, they did not. They mentioned everybody else, but mm. Pete Rose was at this thing. Mm. So I didn't know if you guys were rubbing elbows with the old big red machine. Oh, no. No. Not sure who's left from that, but, uh, you know, I, I don't want to name somebody that may not be with us anymore. Yeah. So I know Pete's still with us. He He's he's always going to be with us, but uh, he's, he was not signing autographs with those guys. So no. anyway, that sucked. That's the first time I think in the Patrick Mahomes era where I was pissed off after a game, like legitimately pissed. After a game, because it was one of those games where there was no reason to lose that football game. You had everything in control. And then the Travis Kelsey fumbles happened, and that fumble happened. And that changed the entire landscape of the game. It, it changed everything for this team. But that that's the first time that I was truly pissed off after a game. I wasn't pissed after that game in the playoffs against the Cincinnati Bengals. I was stunned leaving that game. You know, the New England playoff game. Hey, that was our first rodeo in the AFC championship game. You felt pretty good about where the direction of the franchise was headed. The Super Bowl, as we know, was a mess with that offensive line. I walked away from that game pissed for the first time ever, like legitimately like, all right, It's time to hit that reset button and make sure that, you know what, we don't have another loss the rest of the season. And I think this is the type of game that's going to fuel their fire, Josh. I I look at this as similar to what we saw in Nashville back in 2019 when they lost that game, you know, in overtime on the field goal because they were using the same field goal count, snap or snap count, and everybody knew what it was and they jumped it and they blocked the field goal and you ended up losing that game. I feel like that has the same type of lingering effect like this one does because that was a game that should have been won as poorly as they played to start the game and got down early. They weren't positioned oh, to I put felt the game to away. great being down double digits. Yeah, I mean, you're that's fine, exactly right? where you yeah, want to be. They're always down double digits with Patrick Mahomes, no big <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah. They come back, they've got the lead, they're driving to put the game away. And your best player fumbles the football and you couldn't recover from that. And that's why you can't fumble the football against a team like the Cincinnati Bengals. You can turn it over in games like the Rams. You can turn it over against the Browns. You can turn it over against the Jags. But when you turn it over against a really, really good team like the Cincinnati Bengals and give them one extra opportunity, that's all they needed. And they took advantage of it. They kicked in the door and they beat the Chiefs. And now... Three times in one calendar year? Yes. That sucks. Pissed, I And was. then they're,
3: as if their Twitter account wasn't smoking. They are status. Oh. That whoever runs that thing is salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. they're, they're saltier than we are. And they've
2: won uh, three in a row. Right. I was Chiefs, like, you know,
3: I always follow the, well, I, I follow the AFC West teams all the time. And then I always follow the next week's opponents and I follow them. I get other notifications okay. and at the end of the week. I'd stop. You
2: unfollow them. Okay. Good for you. Last, yeah. last night. they are going to really feel the pain when you click on No, no it's just
3: like, I don't need it all the time. I just want to keep up on what your stuff mm-hmm. is and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I was on the bus and I'm like, I I'm out. Yeah. Like I gotta, I, I was like <laughs> racing to unfollow their. Their account because that fallen kingdom
0: t- tweet was yeah. savage.
2: It was man, so it good. Was. It was a really good. It was tweet really well done, he- but
0: it was against us. So the yeah. mine. said three is
3: a streak, and. Yeah. It- it was not. It was a good tweet, oh, man. man. They, they Had look. what Boyd sitting there with the football in his hand, sitting on the, the, throne. the throne. I was yeah. like, oh my god, yep. there. I mean, that was like, I was like, I'm out. That's yep. too savage. Well, they're, they, they're just rubbing it in and they should. And I mean, they should. Yeah. However you want to, however you want to spin it. The chiefs have lost to probably the two biggest contenders in the AFC. Yes, they have. They've lost to Buffalo and they lost to Cincinnati. So yep. They have arguably lost the two. Toughest games in their schedule. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. They have scoreboard against two teams you're expecting to go a long way in the playoffs and you've lost to them both.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
3: it. Yeah. The only thing we have like, to do is get the Bengals to play the Browns in the playoffs yeah. and they'll lose. <laughs> yeah. You want to be the, un- you want to be the, uh, the underdog. You want to chip in a short, you got it. Yeah. It's there now. No matter what happens from here on out going into the
2: playoffs, you've lost to the two teams that. Are your biggest contenders, right? And you know what the thing is—you can still have home field advantage throughout the playoffs too if yes. you take care of business. Because yes. Buffalo's got a tough stretch there. coming up; they got a really tough stretch coming up. They've got the Jets, they've got the Patriots again. I think uh, I'm trying to think who else they have. They got the Bengals on their schedule, so the the, the Bengals and Bills are going to kind of work things out before they get into uh, the postseason. That's going to be a big game for a lot of folks, you know, going down the stretch of this game. And the Chiefs, quite frankly, man, they got a cakewalk the rest of the way. They got two two Bronco Burgers waiting for them out there. They got a Texan burgers sitting out there they've got seattle on christmas day and then they close things out with the raiders i mean realistically speaking with five to go you're tied with buffalo but buffalo has the head-to-head clearly but you still have the opportunity to go out there and win this thing and get first place in your division and win the AFC. Bengals have the Browns this week. That's right. The Bengals have the Browns this week, and and, and over the <laughs> over the last two years, the 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 Bengals are five and zero against like the Bills and Chiefs and zero and three against the Browns. Like they <laughs> they can't figure it out against Cleveland. I mean, and here's so- here's. They have the Browns this week at Tampa, at right. New England, Buffalo, Baltimore. Right, not not an easy stretch. That's a, that's a much harder stretch than the Chiefs are looking right. at. Right, like no, not even no question, no question. I mean, so even the, I mean, if they win out, the, and we're rooting for the Bengals to beat the Bills. You know, there's no question we're rooting for I the mean, Bengals to beat the Bills, right?
3: Yeah, they they they're still battling for their division. Now mm-hmm. it looks like the Ravens. Mm, yeah, who knows, who knows what's, what's, what's going on, on there, there now with Lamar being the Lamar's hurt now. injury, My goodness. but. Um, You know, they might not be putting themselves in the, in the, the utmost position. They got, they got a tough schedule down the, uh, that, down the stretch.
2: Chiefs have a, as you mentioned, they, they should roll through the rest of this thing. Yeah. I mean, all, all we have to do for the rest of the season to get that one seed is is take care of business against nondescript opponents that are like 17 and 37, the rest of the way and, and hope the, the, you know, Bengals beat the bills. And and if that happens, if the chiefs went out and the Bengals beat the bills, it's home field advantage and arrowhead. And that's not asking a lot to happen. That's taking care of your own business and another good team to beat another good team. I mean, we've seen stranger things happen, right? That's all that needs to happen. I mean, we got ourselves a pretty good stretch, and I'll tell you what, though, you're not going to be sitting people against the Raiders. It doesn't look like in that last game of the season, man, because every game is going to matter. And and don't look now, but the Raiders have now won three straight games. The Raiders have now won three in a row, but that still doesn't change the fact that they're a dog crap team. And this is a team that should go out there on the, the week after New Year's and absolutely pound them into oblivion and take a withdrawal from that casino, man. Yeah, go, I go mean- get a win.
3: Yeah, you could say division game could be close. Well, no, you're supposed to win the rest of your games. I mean, I look at the schedule. This is all. Yeah, this was your toughest. This was your toughest game left. Mm -hmm. And you could play with them. They're not a great matchup for you. Right. But now you're the underdog. Right. Even if you're the one, you're probably going to go to the the postseason a little bit of the underdog. A little bit of the underdog. People are going to be saying Buffalo Beach, Cincinnati Beach. Yeah, you You you, lost two head-to-head matchups. Right. And you had every reason to win them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Every ability to win them. And you did. not Yeah. And th- and that's why this one th- w- really stings. And I, and I'd like to say, boy, Mahomes with the revenge factor, you'd ever want to count that out. He has not figured out a way to beat Cincinnati. That is his kryptonite right now. And I, I saw, say tw- what you will about Cincinnati's defense. That doesn't, if it doesn't impress you or well, how could that not they, impress they, you? That's they, pretty they, darn good defense. They
3: shut you. I mean, they don't have a lot of names. Yeah. There's not a lot of recognition to it. It's just kind of nondescript. They just go out there and they ball. Um,
2: or Leo Brown the,
3: can make anybody look like it wasn't All-Star. the entire second half, but a uh, bagel in the fourth. Yep. Once again, shutting you down in the second half. Right.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I I wrote a so stat they've, they've down. They've done that in the three games too. When when the Bengals were up fourteen to three in this game, they had outscored the Chiefs thirty-eight to six. Since the Chiefs were up twenty-one to three of that playoff game, they had outscored them thirty-eight to six when they were up fourteen to three uh, in that one. So they they've got the kryptonite, man, and they've got the secret formula. They understand how to get to Kansas City. They understand how to beat Kansas City. And I will say this: they took advantage of the biggest mistake that was made yesterday. And when you're a team that makes a mistake against a really good football team, chances are you are going to pay. That's why we always talk about turnovers being such a key moment in this game. We'll get into the defense. We'll get into Orlando Brown, but you had this game won despite not getting to Joe Burrow. You had this game won despite Orlando Brown being an automatic turnstile out there. All you had to do was hold on to the football, and your best player on the field saved the quarterback, fumbled that football, put your defense in a bad situation, and you just didn't have a chance to recover. You're going into the fourth quarter. You got a 24 20 lead, 13 minutes and change to go. Kelsey fumbles at the 45 yard line. They pick it up, they take over right down the field. Touchdown 27 24 and you they never look back and that was it and that was the opportunity right there you had the opportunity to put the game away you go down and score a touchdown on that drive josh you know, I felt like you were, you, you were throwing the knockout there you were throwing the knockout yeah, yeah, punch yeah, yeah. you yeah. go down and score a touchdown in that game you're up two scores even if you get a field goal in that game you still make it a little bit more difficult you're still making you know sure cincinnati has to drive the length of the field and score a touchdown and who knows how They're much still time's playing time on time it felt like
3: two scores you're you're in you're in yeah. i mean, you're you, go up,
2: you go up 11 yeah, you know you it. go up 11 there yeah. you probably win yep. the game. You're going to yep. have to give them two possessions and you do a great job of possessing the football and holding on to the football, all this stuff. You don't fumble the football. If well, Travis Kelsey doesn't fumble the football. I they win
3: the game. You and I are going to split hairs on this one because I, I, I think the Bengals made a hell of a play and for all the times Travis Kelsey turns up field and trucks people and takes on four tacklers to go down. We go, yay. That time they got him. Yep, they did. They went in and ripped the football out and he had both hands on the football and they tore it away. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a job by the that Bengals defense is they're crafty, man. I mean, again, you couldn't—you probably couldn't name three guys in that defense. Nope. If you're a Chiefs fan, you probably couldn't couldn't tell me three three people that play for that defense. But oh, they—they're hey, man. We all the Jesse Bates knows how to fake back, an injury. Oh my
2: gosh, that was I, uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> You know what's so funny? I saw something this morning. The NFL sent a memo on Friday that the the teams need to stop faking injuries. that was an outright fake. i My God, yeah. like even Nansen and Roma were yeah. calling that yeah. out. Like, and, yeah. and those guys are ball washers for the so,
3: league, right? So I think I, I I don't know. Sometimes I I don't know what went on there, or what went off the air, and I'm not I'm not. I don't think I'm stepping on a line in this one, but but Dana was talking about that, and he's like, he's a uh, He's like, they got to do something about this. He goes, and he paused for me. He goes, eh, we used to do it back in the day. <laughs> yeah, of course. Everybody does it. I said, I thought you would think it was a heady play because uh, he's always told stories about, you know, oh, yeah. guys doing that or they were told when to, you know.
2: Well, obviously, they, it's an issue if they're sending a memo on they, Friday. They knew
3: at, at times, you know, time and place and whatever, when, yeah. you, when it could help. Your team, that one clearly could help your team. Dude took a fall. Dude took a fall. I mean, that was like a sniper. (laughs)
2: Yeah, he went down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven,
3: eight, nine. Oh,
0: hurt. (laughs) And he carried out the fake like a true heel all the way to the sideline. Oh, yeah, had yeah, had yeah, the yeah, trainers yeah. walking over the whole nine. Just play the, it off. Chiefs
2: still scored. Chiefs still right. scored in that situation. But, man, that was a great fake injury by 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 Mr. Bates over there on the other sideline. That was really good. Well done. They are sneaky. But whether whether he fumbled, whether they caused a the fumble, however it happened, it was no, still the, a key turnover. It, it's a key turnover either way. Yeah. Either way. But,
3: you know, I felt like it was one of those plays. Sometimes we lament turnovers. Oh, my gosh, you can't do that. Well. Nine times out of 10, we're applauding that play. Now you Same still, you, you, you could like look at this
2: and say, you still have a four point lead with 14 absolutely. minutes to go, go get a stop. Go and you could, couldn't get a stop either.
3: Yeah. Couldn't get a stop on the final drive. Right. Right. right? When you needed it. When you needed it. And they, yeah. ch- they, uh, they chunked you again on the final drive. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, players or scheme. Well, sometimes you just got to make the plays next.
1: This is Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967, with friend of the show, Brett Veach.
0: You're listening to Fesco in the Morning. I mean, I'm not, but you are.
1: On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
3: Hey, players got to make plays. And I think we saw that a little bit last night. Sure. After the, uh, the opening drive that the, uh, that the Bengals went on, I'm like, okay, adjustment time. Like it looks, that looked like a little bit of the chiefs defense. We like, all right, they got, they got, they got work to that first drive. Mm-hmm. All right. Now they're going to regroup, right? They're going to make some adjustments slide this, slide that. And uh, that it's all
2: going to go away. Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe not so fast. Didn't
2: work that way last Maybe not night. So fast. They, didn't, they didn't quite go away. Mm-mm. No. So it brings up the old question: which came first, the chicken or the egg? Right? We talk about that all the time, right? Don't we? We still talk about that? I believe so. because uh, so, so no one's come up with anything better. N- nobody yeah, has yeah. come up with anything better. Not no. and Nothing yeah, has been better the, since sliced bread. It stood the test of time. I guess. I mean, think about how how you know sliced bread works. Right? If we didn't have sliced bread.
4: He's out there like, like
2: eating loaves, like oh, you'd oh, like just, you'd be heathens yeah, out there. The yeah. sandwich wouldn't exist. I mean, a lot we of crazy know what to do. We wouldn't know what to do. So thank goodness and sliced bread, that's the best thing since sliced bread. Because without sliced bread, we'd all be walking around like cavemen. Um, so the the defense, okay, and and no offense. No matter what scheme you want to talk about, when they play good, we praise the players, right? Oh, Bolton's great. Chris Jones is wonderful. Frank Clark, all these guys are fantastic. They play bad, and then we immediately go out there and we blame the scheme. Steve Spagnuolo stinks. How many texts did you get from friends? They're done with Steve Spagnuolo. I got at least five. At least five of those May yesterday. From from, yeah, from friends sure. saying I'm I'm done with Steve Spagnolo, right? And of course Twitter was littered that they were done with Steve Spagnolo. Now, how come people were not saying I want to praise Steve Spagnolo when they go out there, they play great on defense? Like they had been leading up into this game, right? I mean, three of the last four games, I think they want they, they gave up just 17 points or whatever it was. Nobody's erecting a statue to Steve Spagnolo. But the minute that this defense goes south and doesn't make plays, and sometimes you get beat in the NFL. But the minute that this team goes south and they don't make plays and they lose a game, everybody wants to fire Steve Spagnuolo. But a game like we saw yesterday is the perfect example of why I hesitate paying Chris Jones because I look at Chris Jones and there was a, a, a wise man at a time that said something to the effect of big players make big plays in big games, right? Big players make big plays in big games. I don't know that Chris Jones arrives to work for big games. The man has yet to get a sack in the postseason. And and then in yesterday's game, where I made the mistake on Friday of saying he was going to have his coming out party for defensive player of the year, he was nary a blip on the radar screen, you know? And I'm not one of these guys who sits there and goes, well, everybody else is doing it, so we need to do it. But everybody else is getting to Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else is getting to Joe Burrow but our football team. And so may a on me for saying that I thought Chris Jones would step it up on Friday. I thought he'd have multiple sacks. I thought he'd assert himself. I thought he would be the discussion today for defensive player of the year. I thought he was going to play that big, but Chris Jones is a no show in big games until he starts showing up. When the games truly matter, I have a hard time investing a lot of money into Chris Jones. And that's why I said all along, like his age and the the money you're going to spend, man, like 20 plus million dollars a year. How long are you going to go with this guy? That's why I said two years and maybe a third for an option. But I, I'm even hesitating on that because when I need Chris Jones to be there and make plays and to be the Patrick Mahomes of the defense, he turns into the, 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 the Derek Carr of the defense. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, where does he go in big games? Yeah. I don't.
3: I, I you're, you're still paying. You're still one of the best, but you're right. There was a point in the game outside. I wish I had written it down. There was a point in the game outside. Like, Chris Jones needs to take over. Yeah. I was like waiting it, for it. Like, like waiting. it waited. It felt like the, okay, you're, you're, you're getting the momentum here. You got the offense now going. It, it was, you know, that some point in the second half, I'm like, man, this just feels like this is, this is the time you're going to do it. This is the time you're going to do it. Right, exactly. And it never the, came. The not getting to Joe Burrow is maddening. Oh, it's they came into yesterday twenty eighth in sacks allowed in the NFL. They'd been sacked thirty five times. Yeah, the guy gets okay? beat up a lot. He gets hit. He, we get near him, and the guy wiggles away. Right. He's like Mahomes to everybody else. Mm-hmm. He that he's as evasive as Mahomes is. That's that's what it feels like when. When our guy does that to other people, that's exactly go, Why right. Why can't we get Mahomes down? This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but the baffling part is, Mahomes kind of does that against everybody, and uh, it seems Burrow only does <laughs> it against cheese. Cheese,
2: Yeah, like, we can't, <laughs> we can't get the guy down. I've never seen such a nemesis to Kansas City sports as Joe Burrow. He like the one sack they had. I was almost like he just conceded it. You yeah. know, <laughs> like I finally oh, got to. Him. W- that's not really a sack. They finally though. That's... got
3: to him, and he's like. Well, I got nowhere to go down down. Yeah. Karloff just comes and gets a touch and you get buy one, get one, get one free max. That's right. About big max,
2: um, which by the way, I hear big max doing free big max all over the country today. Not because of Karloff getting a touchdown sack, but just because they're going to ask emotions. for it, but so, whatever,
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh, go and ask for it, get it. But it is amazing because you'd think that, again, you looked at the stat. We looked at the stat last year going into the, to the, to the, uh, to the playoff game. He was sacked seven times the week prior. Like, I get to him. And nothing. then nine times the week and after. Then I, then I look this year, I'm like, no, they've – now their offensive line's gotten better, but they're like three games removed from like a five-sack game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 35 sacks allowed. Chiefs went in the last night with 17 sacks allowed. We feel like, man, our quarterback's getting getting hit. getting hit too much. Twice as many times. 16 of those from Orlando Brown. <laughs> twice as many of those in Burrow. Like, you got to get to this guy, and he is – he. He's got a force field around him when it comes to the Chiefs. Yeah, it's
2: it, it, it's amazing, but that that's why Chris Jones, you got to step up, man. Like it, it's cool and it's great that you hit your bonus and you got the ten sacks, but big players make big plays in big games, and I don't know that I've seen Chris Jones truly make a like in the Super Bowl. He batted down a pass that was big. He had some you know p- passes batted down. But if we're going to talk about him being in the same conversation with Aaron Donald, then he needs to step up and get those big-time sacks and take over games. Like, he needs to truly take over a playoff game. He needs to take over well, the AFC Championship was, game this year. That was year.
3: not a primetime game but essentially was. Oh god, it was. 95% yeah. of the country Did got that game Did you see the yesterday. coverage
2: map yesterday of this game? I didn't, but Unbelievable. I,
3: I, a guy came in from <laughs> from the network to to kind of go over some stuff before the game with our with our crew and I heard him say he's like uh you know, this one's ninety five. So we got. To, he's like, we got to wait for everybody else to be done, right? Before they start, you know, like there oh, before they could have been like a little bit of a slide because they wanted to. They wanted oh. to get this or that. To, but it was like it was ninety five percent here and like five on CBS, and yep. then five percent Raiders, Raiders, Chargers. Raiders, Chargers. <laughs> the,
2: the, the entire so coverage map is red except for LA and Vegas. Yesterday, pretty much
3: a prime time game, and yep. in your prime time game, you had uh, Travis Kelsey fumble. And you had Chris Jones not take over.
2: That's exactly right. You can't have that. Stars and big games with bright lights. You got to play. You got to play to that level. And these guys, have obviously, they've won us the Super Bowl, but it's it's time to start saying, can they get us this next one? And if Travis Kelsey fumbles in a big situation and Chris Jones doesn't show up to work on a Tuesday, then we're going to have a hard time winning these games. He's got to make these plays. And. It, you know, it, it, it's time for Chris Jones in this round of the playoffs to go out there and prove that he is worth investing in moving forward. Because to me, if you're going to pay somebody that kind of money and pay them defensive star money, they've got to make star plays. And I'm not one of these guys who looks around and goes, well, you're getting all this money. You better start making plays type of guy. But Chris Jones, it, it, it's, it's time. It's time to be a playmaker when it matters most.
3: And then figure out why. Burrow does this because you're gonna see him. Why Burrow does this to you? No, you
2: hope he loses to the Browns in the
3: first round of the playoffs. <laughs> well, like I want the Browns, Browns
2: to get in to beat the the, the Browns, Bengals. Browns aren't
3: <laughs> Browns aren't getting
2: in No, Probably.
3: not. Uh, we all had the same. When was it over? <laughs> and we were all wrong. But maybe we overstepped it. Next.
1: Fesco in the morning, locked in, focused, and ready to go. Starting at six.
3: I get the bosses wrong all the
2: time too. I remember which ones on which team. Right. Chubbs are the same way. Chubbs are the same way. Yeah. Um. Where was I going with this now? I totally forgot. I lost you on yeah, Chubb, you, you, you did, nine-year-old.
1: Did. <laughs> Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio.
4: First quarter, Chiefs. lady. Fourth down and a yard
0: for the Cincinnati Bengals for a first down. They are four yards from a touchdown. 51 seconds left second quarter. Again the Bengals won the toss and took the ball. It resulted in a touchdown. Piran single back. Burrow under center. Fourth down and one at the Kansas City four. 51 seconds left in the half. Burrow again barking out a long count here. We're out in motion. They're going to come in a jet sweep, and the Chiefs bury him. They bury him. What a play by Kansas City. Carlos Dunlap, the ex-Cincinnati Bengal. And the Bengals roll the dice and get snake eyes. Take the money. It's a loss of three.
3: Yeah. When was it
2: over? Yeah, it was over at that point in time. The problem is. me too. The problem is. I wonder how he knew. (laughs) The problem is you two bozos and my wife all decided to (laughs) send game over text at the same time. Can I just tell you to step off? All right. So so here's what happened. Just step off. It's your fault. I'm blaming you, both of you, and my wife for this one. We may have overstepped. Like a high school
3: kid. We may have overstepped our. Yeah. We're getting excited. So, basically, the last play of the first half, Chiefs are trailing at this point, fourteen ten. Bengals get cute, try to go for it. Carlos Dunlap blows it up, and I thought that I—I I literally thought that was game over. Well, I did too. Like, you still, I may have texted some vulgarities as a part of that that thread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was that. good. I—I I know I sent mine first. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you have, like, a seven-second advantage right. on everybody because you're there. And, and then beat up, chimed in right away, and then you was like, yeah, I was just kidding to it. you guys. Beat me to it. Yeah. And then they're like, my wife said to send it, too. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, got,
0: so, I got the text from the wife immediately. I was like, yeah, all of us, same time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right.
2: Can you, yeah. guys, can you guys let the expert handle all this, though? You guys start yeah, wading into areas right. where you don't belong. Probably right. Right? You start wading into these areas where you don't belong. Now, and see what happens. I will
3: say- you did not
2: disagree. No, I was going to send. I was okay, getting ready okay, to send. It was over. Okay. No, it was over. Right. But I'm, I'm saying, would have got to let the expert go. Well, no, I don't know that it would have been wrong. If we just stayed out of it, it would have yes, turned out better. Absolutely. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. I, oh, I'm buying into that. I don't if you, know if, about if, that? If you two
3: bozos would have been like, say,
2: oh, I got to go. I got him. I got it.
3: You could say we preemptively jumped you on it, but. If you would have said, no, 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 hold on, that's not it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Then I think saying, you could right. Try to blame me for but this one now. you're trying to say I'm it's the exact you. same play that we called game over Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Well, it
2: was. I mean, that was a great play, man. Yeah. And, and Mitch's call was so much better than, than, than Tony Romo, who said, well, Dunlap doesn't make that play. It's a touchdown. Well, he made that play. That's not a touchdown. There was no way that was a touchdown. Dunlap was there, ate that dude's lunch, drove him into the backfield. And boom, that's a huge play in the game. That that right there, and, and Cincinnati's lucky they won this game because today everybody would be going in Cincinnati talking about that play right there, not taking points. You're up 14, 10, that, that and the boy drop. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh my God. What a bad touchdown Ooh. drop that was, but you're up 14, 10 on the chiefs. You got a chance to make it a seven point lead at that point in time. That's a case of, uh, of getting greedy, right? That's a case of getting greedy and not taking the points. That's a case of playing against the chiefs in like 2020, where you think fuel goals, aren't going to do you any good. This is the NFL now. Teams have gotten closer and closer and closer together. You got to take those points. And so if they're in Cincinnati this morning and the Bengals end up losing that game, people are talking about that Carlos Dunlap play. Like, why didn't you take the points at that point in time? Why are you trying to kick a field goal? You got to tally points. You got to add points against the Kansas City Chiefs, however, you can get them. That would that was a greedy play by Cincinnati, and they are lucky that they made a play she on Travis Kelsey. And they won that football game. They're lucky. They're lucky that he fumbled that football. And They did a great job of stripping that football. But if that doesn't happen, that is the play of the game. That is the, that is the major play of the a game. Stop,
3: you go into halftime. Chiefs get the ball to start the right? second half. Yeah. Cause they didn't defer. Yeah. And the chiefs take the lead and you're, you're gone, right. and that's And they—that's what happened. They come out and they score a touchdown. I'm like, okay, All right? And they're up 17-14. and, and I is, said, this, this, this is this is where you, this is exactly where you want right. to be. Let's go. You, now you're playing from behind. Let's see how you handle it. Blah blah right. blah. And I, I felt like that—that that was the—that was the momentum shift that the Chiefs needed they in the did. first half. Right. Their—I'll uh, say arrogance. At that point, mm-hmm. was going to cost them, and the Chiefs were going to run away. That's
2: exactly right, and yeah. it didn't happen that way. And oh, it was it was trending that and trending that way, but the fumble caused the the whole yeah. thing to change. But that no, that was it. So I, I'm just going to suggest right now, just leave it to okay. me, we'll okay? Okay, because you guys are all, oh, it's over. No, it's not. Hang on. I mean, hang on.
3: I mean, you you could say I just stepped into it Thursday at
2: nine yeah, o'clock. really yeah, want yeah, to? Yeah, I might have yeah. called it over then. Uh, I, I yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I called it over last Monday. Survivor. <laughs> yeah. My uh, survivor pick, <laughs> yeah. Uh, see now, see here's the other thing the about that. Let me tell you about that. I saw that this morning. You picked the Chiefs, and it's up yeah. on the board. And now, Alex picked now Seattle. Alex and I are tied. You, yeah. you you do realize you can't let this guy win, right? You you cannot let this guy uh, win because let, let's call it what it is. He doesn't have much going on. This is gonna be a big deal for him if he wins this. Time. Oh, absolutely. Maybe
3: that's why. Uh, maybe that's why. You know, you
2: let him have it. What else has he got? I don't know. I don't. Know. That's true. It's what else has he got going on? I don't know. This is a big deal for him, though, man.
3: Ah, uh, but no, I let Alex back in the uh, survivor pool. I uh, was ready for a sweet knockout, and then Seattle, my yeah. goodness, had to sweat that one out Oh
2: boy, how good is Seattle when you're oh, barely I beating the I, Rams? Thought I
3: still thought I still had it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a dead heat. Yes, it is. Heading into this week's survivor, the next pick coming up Thursday at nine. That's exactly
2: right. Don't let Alex win this thing. No, should not. Should. Should not. Well, actually, I might like to see it to see how Cody reacts to it. <laughs>
3: that one, you want to oh, He'll take all, <laughs> Cody, you take all the
2: credit. Cody, would take all the credit. <laughs> Cody would take all
3: the credit. I told him I right? told yeah. him handle that. Well, I uh, got a chance to catch up with uh, Willie Gay after the, uh, the game and the post game locker room. Of course, uh, a, a loss on the road, a win on the road is awesome. A loss on the road. Not so good. Uh, not that uh, not great in the uh, the locker room as they've dropped to now three straight to the Bengals.
4: I mean, we're short, obviously, but uh, now we just got to see what we can correct, the details, whether it's a play call, the tackling. Man, it's just the small stuff every time. You know, they're they not doing nothing special, not doing nothing we haven't seen before. So it's the details like we talked about earlier in the week that we have to correct and do right and move on from this they're not doing anything we haven't seen like i said but you know it's just part of the game you know you win some you lose some unfortunately we just lost the last three we played against this team you know so we gotta bounce back and i'm sure we'll see him again so
3: um. what made p ryan so difficult to stop tonight
4: yeah man just a, just running hard you know i gotta give it to him right? just running hard nothing that I feel like he did special, but once again, I mean, he's a running back. You run hard, you get, you know, you get positive yards, you know, here and there. We stopped him sometimes. He made plays sometimes. Um, running behind his offensive line, he's shoot. He's short, bowling ball man. So those guys are always hard to stop. From any short, big running back in the league, you know, they all pretty good. So, so man, he just he had himself a good night burrow's escapability
3: is that frustrating as a guy like you likes to get and hit people it seems like he's just he is kind of a to oh yeah to oh
4: yeah uh, shoot man there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league like that you know um they're not scrubs now quarterback, they quarterbacks but they're not any scrubs scrubs so um when you get an opportunity to take them down you definitely have to take it you know once again, you got to be careful because those fines ain't you know ain't no joke so but yeah man he's definitely uh He's a baller, so we might have had another one of those if he
3: wants tonight, right? I mean, how do you, how do you tackle a guy and
4: not fall on him? I mean, you have to really kind of adjust yourself. Yeah, right? he, yeah you just gotta. It's, it's part of the game we play now, man. You gotta, if you hit him, you gotta make sure he's not sliding. If you, if he don't slide, you gotta make sure you don't fall on top of him. You know, a certain way. You know, if you do square him up, you gotta make sure you don't get him with your head, man. It's a, lo- a lot of things that play into it. You yeah. know, so. Just try to wrap him with your arms. I guess you know so. he's shifty back there. Oh, I will say that he's shifty. You know um, these quarterbacks nowadays, man, they protected. You know, so you got to be careful how you bring him down. You, know, you got to be careful, make sure he's not sliding. So when he starts ducking down, you know he gets hit under behind the offensive line. So, but now when, when you wrap him up, you got him, man. But just the angles and uh, and um, just coming under control to bring him down is the only thing.
3: Look like they're trying to operate sometimes, kind of in between the numbers. Why was that kind of that that spot that seemed to be kind of difficult?
4: Oh man, it's just I don't know, man. It's really just how the, a lot of NFL offenses work. You know, passes in between the hashes. You know, running between the tackles and the guards. So just uh, working that that uh, interior, and that's what they did.
3: That's Willie Gay with me after the game in the uh, the post game locker room. They did find the soft spot in the Chiefs defense Surely yesterday. They, yeah, everything was everything was between the hashes. Burrow still got to hit him.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Although one time they did hit him, they got flagged for roughing the passer. I know yeah, that that's what they're calling this year. I, a I, a I don't leaf. know how, I don't know how you avoid that. It's, it's silly. Um, and then Samaji P Ryan, I don't know. I'm, I'm still having PTSD about Samaji. Oh P. My Ryan, God. Dating back to 2014 when he ran for 8,000 yards in a game <laughs> against KU. <laughs> so, that's a long time ago. I know. I like that guy was like, oh my God, this guy's good again. Uh, he ran for 427 yards or you'll remember on that day against Kansas and had uh touchdown runs of 49, 33, 34, 66 and 27. There's a, there's a big, they made a big, uh, like a uh, framed photo with the box score and some pictures or whatever that's in their, their home radio booth. So the next year, we, next time we went to Oklahoma, walked in and saw that thing. like, Oh my God, this thing staring in the face. He had a career day against Kansas. I'm still like. Twitching when I see Samaji P. Ryan, he ran hard yesterday. He did. Uh, he was tough to guard out of the backfield, uh, catching the football. And and that was their backup running back. They have as much depth as the chiefs do on offense, yeah. by the way. Well,
2: God. Yes. And they have better wide receivers and, and they
3: um, can play without somebody and just uh, they lost her top tight end. They lost Hurst in the game, mm-hmm. made up for it. Didn't have mixing P. Ryan steps in. Um, they built a lot of depth on on offense, like the uh, like the Chiefs had, and they didn't have much drop off of any last No, time. they
2: really so, did. Well, it it really does start up front. I mean, games are won at the line of scrimmage in the NFL, and this, this sounds so nineteen seventy, you know, NFL stuff, but it it carries over. It doesn't matter what era you are in in the National Football League. If you don't win at the line of scrimmage, you are not going to win many football games. And yesterday, I I saw. The defensive line for the Chiefs constantly wiped out, constantly wiped out. You look at the stat sheet, and four of the top five tacklers for the Chiefs yesterday are defensive backs. That's not a good thing. You don't want your defensive backs being your top tacklers for the day. That means teams are getting downfield. They're getting six, seven yards a clip. Defensive backs are having to come up and make tackles. You, you said to me, do you remember any Bolton plays yesterday where he was going downhill? And the answer is no. He finished with 16 yeah, tackles he led, on the He led the, the, day, the Chiefs right? with 16 tackles. See, and you go. N- name one. Yeah. <laughs> you know n- name one uh, a
3: lot right? of it was just finishing the play right exactly coming right? in Rather late than cleaning things up
2: and yep darting downhill and and the reason he wasn't doing that is because the defensive line did not do their job they didn't get the job done and when you start to look at defensive backs you know failing yesterday and again with these defensive backs yesterday people are going to complain about the scheme and complain about the defensive backs no pressure on Joe Burrow those defensive backs are going to have a hard time covering and again when you're when you're four of your top 5 tacklers in a game are your defensive backs, that means your front four is not getting the job done. And that falls on Chris Jones. That falls on, you know, everybody else who's on that D-line, whether it's Derek Nottie or Frank Clark or Mike Dana or George Karloftis or whoever we've been praising over the last couple of weeks. We've got to criticize them on Monday today because they just didn't get the job done. A uh, simple tweet uh, by Fesco during the game,
3: I think, uh, summed up your feelings. We'll get to that next.
1: Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Please listen to our friend and all-pro defensive tackle,
2: Chris Jones. Wake up with Fesco in the morning, starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio.
1: And always live on the Odyssey app.
3: In on a Monday, along with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh Klingman, Brian Williams, B Dub producing. You s- <laughs> sent out a tweet that makes me laugh. That
2: well, was a very simple and then, tweet, and then right?
3: sometimes the simple ones are the best. Yeah, ones, they really actually. are. A lot
2: of times you send out tweets and you get no run, right? You get nothing, and you wonder, "Hello, is this thing on? Hello, is this thing on?" And I sent this one out yesterday, you know, 12 you hours said it ago. You forget it, didn't you? you yeah, said I, you... I, I kind of did, yeah. It was, I just, you know, sent I just, it and forget it? Yeah, sent, sent it and forgotten it, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. But the, the tweet was very simple. It's got 813 likes, 55 retweets, and 59 comments. And I think everybody is feeling this way when they read this tweet and agree with it. I just said, Orlando Brown Jr. isn't a very good left tackle, hashtag Chiefs kingdom. And he's not. I I think Orlando Brown Jr. right now is a big zero uh, for this offense. And, and he got worked all afternoon by the Chiefs. I, I don't know how many times we have to see semi-pro football out of focus, give us a number about Orlando Brown Jr. and say he's very good. I've got eyeballs. My eyeballs tell me Orlando Brown Jr. is not a very good left tackle. Clearly not the best left tackle in the NFL, nor probably even a top 10 left tackle in the National Football League. That final play where Patrick got hurt, where he was trying to escape and run up and make a play, that's because Orlando Brown wasn't blocking the gentleman that was lined up across from him. When there is a man across from you in the NFL you've got to win those one-on-one battles. Orlando Brown Jr., to me, seemingly doesn't win one-on-one battles. And maybe the guy that is going against him, maybe the the, the defensive end or linebacker, whoever's lined up against Orlando Brown Jr., maybe that cat doesn't get a sack every single time. But that cat that's going against Orlando Brown Jr. at every game has an impact on almost every play. And whether it's not a direct impact on the play or it's Patrick's you know, automatic clock going off in his head because he knows he doesn't have time with who's ever lined up on the left-hand side, Orlando Brown is a key reason as to why they lost that game yesterday. And Orlando Brown Jr., to me, is the weakest link on that offensive line. And it has a little bit of a trickle-down effect. And I think going into the off-season, I can't hit that note today. You are the weakest link. Yeah, you are Come the weakest link. That's Goodbye. a British lady, actually. Goodbye. 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 I didn't realize she did that show. But, yeah, she did. She, how do you think she got the gig here wow. doing cliches from I camp? I figured show People nobody, just don't walk into these things, Nobody okay? saw in Britain, you know. No, no, people just don't walk into these things. So so what I'm getting at is that the number one need for this team this offseason is going to be a left tackle. I, you cannot bring Orlando Brown Jr. back into this organization and use him at that left tackle spot. That that's my opinion. Whether they go out there and they do that, that's on them. I don't know, but I feel like we're getting to that point in time where, like, they may cash in on Orlando Brown too and say, "I'm glad we didn't get involved in that long-term deal. Enjoy the fantasy tag this year. You're on to your next career or your next place because yeah, there's no room at the end here. He, I, he stinks. I won't.
3: I don't pretend to be an offensive line guru, but just watching. They give him a lot of help too.
2: Do they? Okay, you're down there on the field, so you oh, see a lot things of running back chipping you know, right now. Yeah. There's a
3: lot of tight end on that side, uh, helping out, getting that first hit on a guy, and then absorbed by the left tackle. I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't scream to me. That screams to me like you're giving somebody help. I, I want my left tackle to be somebody guy, I don't talk about. He's Mariano Rivera, right. of the left
2: side. Exactly. Close this thing down. You know Shut I mean? the door. And, Anthony Munoz to steal and, a Bengals and play. And that right? hasn't happened. And then yeah, the the speed. I really thought. I mean, people complained about Eric Fisher for years. This guy's not even close to how good Eric Fisher was. When you heard,
3: you know, uh, Orlando Brown was doing stuff with this, with his feet and speed and whatever, I'm like, okay, I don't think it's, I don't think it's translated. No, I think he's thinner. I don't think he's as big.
2: It and, seems like and, he's always back. And he's
3: not. He doesn't look fast. Like at least if you slim down, you're like, oh, well, at least you can be speedy. No, guys are running around him. Um, and yeah, that's that's a problem. They're gonna be looking for two tackles in the
2: off season. That's right. Almost to me, priority number one is there anybody check on Jarek McKinnon for running into the back of Austin Wiley. I mean, my God, he got destroyed on that play. That <laughs> was like hitting a brick wall. <laughs> Boom.
3: And McKinnon
0: is he didn't fumble. Oh. <laughs>
3: um, McKinnon's a guy that's, I love that guy. He's, I mean, I don't know what, what's he, what's his size. He's not, he's, yeah, not he's like five, seven. Um, uh, he's doing a lot of chipping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Every time he goes out, he's not like going out free and clear out of the backfield to get a wheel route. He's going up there and trying to get a chuck on somebody and then get then going out in, into, into space. Well, so. that was
2: that play that Patrick got hurt on at the end of the game. McKinnon was open in the flat, but Patrick just couldn't – I mean, he couldn't get there because yeah. McKinnon tried to chip this guy. This guy just – it's a turnstile, man. It, it, so it, No, it's, 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 it's a priority. Yeah, a if the turnstile
0: wasn't rolling, maybe he sees McKinnon. He's running right. for his life he's every play. He's running for his life,
2: yep, because McKinnon gets that ball. That's a first down Everybody right on there.
0: Twitter, just take the check down. My man couldn't see the couldn't check down because he's down. running for his life because Orlando Brown can't guard to save him his life. Yeah, it,
2: it, it's gotten to the point of like no return now for me and Orlando Brown Jr. I am officially done with him and I don't need to see him next year here in Kansas City because it does have a big impact. I mean, that interior of the offensive line is really, really good. Even with Allegretti in there, like I haven't even noticed Allegretti's been in there. That's how good Allegretti has been for the last couple of games. But I mean, or, or maybe, you know, Josh, you think that Joe Tooney can play that tackle position. Maybe you start to think about potentially benching Orlando Brown Jr. because I think right now he's hurting the confidence in the psyche of the Offense altogether, either that or tell him he's got to go play right tackle, the place where he's good at. Yeah, because right tackles sucked just as much yeah. yesterday. Maybe, maybe almost got Mahomes killed too. Maybe that's what you do in the off season. Maybe you move feelings. Orlando Brown to right tackle and say, "Sorry, man, you're not. We're not paying you as a left yeah. tackle. You can stay and play right tackle here. We're going to go inquire another left tackle." I wouldn't hesitate and, and, and I necessarily would. hate that. If you're
3: going to move on. Move on from him. You don't owe him anything.
2: Yeah, well that's that's fair. You got nothing left right. You
3: know, it's like I'm playing up the three years remaining of a five year deal right. and I gotta find a space for him. You don't have to do that's anything. That's true.
2: That's a good point. All right, I mean just move on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks
3: like maybe right's the best spot. He didn't want anyone didn't want to play right. So right. But know, if he uh, if for some reason, I want to host Good to Morning America too <laughs> that ain't happening. So I
2: mean, you know, sometimes you gotta just, you know, play good the hand you're dealt. I don't think you'd like it. You don't, don't think so? No, no, I don't think, no. Good morning, America. Today we're going to have Justin Bieber I think sing. you'd like the the money, but you'd just beat your head against the wall. For I'd like, having, I'd like, you like, like had the to money, beat. and I'd like the cooking segment. Like, Perfect. they bring chefs in, and yeah. you can eat, right, like Christmas holiday cookies and yeah. things like that. I, I think I kind of like that. Pounding shots is there. Yeah.
0: yeah. You'd be texting us all the time.
2: Flambéing <sighs> stuff in there. sucks. Getting, getting drunk yeah. on Good Morning America. Happy holidays! Let's go to the Rockettes. Uh, no, I think that would be a lot of fun. But uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of times in life we, we want things. And sometimes you're just not capable of getting those things. You're not good enough to get those things. Orlando Brown Jr. just isn't good enough to play left tackle on a competing team in the NFL. And,
3: and a lot of times I go, well, you gave up a lot for it. Give it the full chance. I th- they did.
2: I, he's he's yeah. he's had the full chance. Yeah, yeah I, I've I've seen what I need to see, and you know what? You weren't going to draft the left tackle at that spot. You needed one. You got one, and you also got Nick Bolton out of that trade. Let's not forget about that. You know, Jay Binkley. Got no, one I don't think I don't think taking got that Bolton. swing was a bad move. No, I don't think so either. Um, especially if you can get out after this year, right? And yeah. not you I mean, know. And you can. Is, is there anybody clamoring to keep or like, like he? He's next to to Dave Tobe. He's the guy this well, year. Well, I right? think
3: before the season started, I think you and I said the. The Chiefs probably like him more than the, everybody else. We yeah. all do. I can't imagine they're feeling that way right? today, right? But they had Patrick seemingly had his back. Mm-hmm. The team seemingly had his back. And he was, you, you, we want you to be our left tackle. Right. He's a liability. And right I now. think that they had the most belief in him.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, well, they got to let go of that belief. And uh, I, uh, I mean, he's got to get us through about seven more games, eight more games, I mean, or whatever yeah, it's going to be, right? I, Five I'm, left and then three playoffs. Yeah. I don't
3: think that there's a, there's a, a quick fix, but also, yeah, you just have to scheme to, to, you know, overcome some of your, and they've done an what amazing job
2: of that too. I mean, look, we're talking about a nine and three football team, okay? So we're nitpicking a little bit, but this is the third loss to the Bengals this calendar year. They're one of the teams that's in your way. I think, this is worthy of a nitpicking type of game, I think. I anyway. think last
3: week you you asked, you know, what what was now that the Chiefs the Chiefs were the favorite, they're no longer the favorite, right? Of course, that flips really quick, really fast. Super Bowl yeah. favorites, and you said, "What's your hesitation?" And I said, "Tackles." Tackle. I, th- I think it's, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: tackles, tackles, both of them on yeah. the offense like, right now. Yeah. It's it, it is a it is a Tough. big deal. But again, I think they've done a really nice job of scheming around them. And if Kelsey doesn't fumble the football, they win the football yeah, game, too. Yeah. And they over like they've done a really great job. And you got to give Andy Reid, Matt Nagy and Eric. Bianami and Patrick that a lot of credit. They've done a really nice job of not making Orlando Brown look as bad as he's been. Now we are taking that that
3: Kelsey drive to our there's a there's a little dream factor of that as well
2: that they're going to score yeah. a touchdown. Well, it's Mahomes. So I'm, yeah. Confident.
3: You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. What leads you to think they weren't? I mean, come well, on. I mean, you know, I'm saying it was the second play of a drive. You know I mean? It was hey, a big, it's a big play. Got you in territory. you new you, here? Felt like, you felt like that they were going to, I know I'm with you, but you know, we are take, I'm just acknowledging <laughs> we were taking that like a step or two right. further. Right. Saying that they were going to go score a touchdown. It just felt, it felt like it felt it like, felt like, that, like was, that was the, that was bubble. your momentum grab time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it that felt would, like you were going to deliver that knockout. But even if you didn't get a touchdown, you still get a field goal in that yeah. situation. You still take a lot of time off the clock. You don't give the the opportunity for the Bengals to just kind of move the ball down the field. You got a seven point lead. You pin your ears back and you go. And and it didn't work out that way. Things happen, and you got to try ways to overcome them. But oh, that's why Vermeil was so big on the turnover stat all the time for all those years, Josh, because it it, it is the single most deciding factor in a football game. When you turn the ball over and you're negative in the turnovers and you turn it over at big moments, chances
0: are you're not going to recover from
2: them, especially against good football teams.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.